1: What's up everybody my name is James D. Fiori, and this is blackballed I am very excited about today's show um, I met this cat I don't know 12 years ago 13 years ago I was working at um, an online radio station called indie love radio and this guy came into the studio one day and I was like this guy's electric who is this person and I think I knew him for like 20 minutes um, listened to a bunch of his stuff and then said, I think I want to take you to Calgary with me, <laughs> just like, just, just out of the blue. And, uh, we went to Calgary together. Um, I was throwing an event there with, uh, with my old business partner and Nadja came and he killed it. Um, and everyone loved him. And I am so happy to have him because I haven't seen him in a long time. As a lot of, you know, I moved to the sticks. I moved out of Toronto so that I wouldn't put things in my nose and wouldn't drench my liver with alcohol anymore and um and i haven't seen him in a long time but but he's here today and uh, i'd like you to welcome to the show nadja caliber nadja what's up buddy
2: what's up you bro doing? big jamesy in the building oh what, <laughs> what
1: dude i i am so excited to have you on today man like i haven't seen you in a long time the last time i saw you fuck, do i even remember i oh i do remember do you remember this i walked i don't know if you were doing a cd release party or what but I wandered into a club, with shorts on, and flip flops.
2: I, I think I remember because they were giving and me I, trouble because they were giving me trouble for you. That's right. That's like yeah, some that's dudes good. outside in shorts trying to get no, into the club.
1: I, no, no one said that. I just walked right in.
2: there <laughs> you got right <laughs> just, in, bro. Yeah, I just <laughs> you're walked you're right cr- in. Crazy. I knew
1: that. No, I knew the bouncer, and I was like, "Can you let me in?" He's like, "James, you don't have any fucking pants on." I'm like, "Yeah." yeah He's like, right, "Fuck, <laughs> let's go in." Um man, you're, you're, do you remember that time that we, like, when, when we met at Indie Love Radio, and I, and I was like, I need to take this guy to Calgary with me, and then we went to Calgary, dude, do you have any memories from Calgary? <laughs> dude, movie. man, that,
2: that was, that was crazy, first of all, and, like, I want to tell you, I mean, the Indie Love that you walked in on was actually at the Canadian Music Week, okay, we was CMW, um, I had, I had a radio show at IndieLove.ca, and then, uh, we did, we were, we were broadcasting live from the Royal York Hotel upstairs. We were sharing a room with um, Melissa DeMarco from out there. And anyways, long story short, I was doing my show, Ray, Ray, Ray. I just remember you coming up to me and like, you're like, I'm going to bring you to Calgary. And I'm like, yeah, shut the hell up, man. You know, everyone comes and talks that shit. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, yo, I'm going to bring you to Calgary for this big show. Boom, boom, boom. You know, to do with um, Agent Grenier from H- uh, HBO show Entourage back in the days. But I didn't think much of it, you know what I'm saying? Sure enough, you exchange numbers, (laughs) then you call me, I called you or whatever it was, and next thing you know, man, I was on a flight to Calgary and boom, I got picked up in a limo and we linked up and it was a crazy time. It was around the Calgary Stampede time, I believe.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. Actually, um, not to correct the record, but we actually met at the Indie Love Studio in the Junction, and we knew each other when the uh, Melissa DeMarco thing happened. Um, okay. Do you remember, like, we that room was so crowded. Do you remember yeah, that? It was like, electric, crazy man. It was. it was a good vibe.
2: It was a good vibe yeah. for sure.
1: And And we <clears throat> took, and I had this stupid idea where I was, I was so drunk. Um, I, I drank so much back then. Bro, we were sponsored
2: by, we were sponsored I forget who we were, oh, man, some horrible alcohol, man. We were sponsored by, I forget the name of it. I don't want to, I shouldn't say <laughs> that, my God. But it was like one of those sweet <laughs> so ones. What, what the hell was it? I can't remember. And the show was sponsored by it, so we were just getting twisted left, right, and center. My God. Those are the old days, uh, though. But anyways, y- yeah.
1: Y- the old. Do you remember the freestyle sessions in the stairway?
2: I know. I remember those, man. Those are the good old days, bro. I mean, with yo, Rich I London, said, for those that don't with- know, Jamesy got bars. I have to let that your people know that James has bars. You would you wouldn't believe the lyricism. I mean, the detailed lyricism that the homie has, man. He has pure stripes when it comes to that. I have to say, 100%. oh, thank you, man.
1: Well, listen, that me away, coming from man. you.
2: Coming yeah, yeah. You. No, dude i almost stra- got
1: evicted once because you came over to my house in the beaches and we were rhyming in the car to beats <laughs> and the next day my landlord is like um james can you come upstairs for a second and i'm like okay i thought i was being summoned to the principal's office and he's like i i really don't appreciate all that rapping at one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I didn't remember because we were so I was so drunk, right? Like I was just like I and, and then I, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, but we were in a car. And he's like, James, the windows were open and you were parked right outside the house. <laughs> yeah, brother. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like,
2: those times like I mean all, all the all a whirlwind man. I mean those times were crazy. It was time, it was just it was a great time, I have to say, man. I mean
1: Let, let's I... get into that a little bit because um the <clears throat> The, the transformation that i've seen you make um is remarkable um because i used to dispense advice to you about alcohol and stuff like that while drunk which was yes. hilarious in hindsight <laughs> like listen Nadja, you got it i'm telling you you're gonna fucking ah! conquer the world you just stop drinking alcohol but but truthfully we have similar paths in that because no
2: we do we totally do and it's amazing because uh, i mean every time i'd have every time i kind of fall down i mean so long story short, right now, to get to where I am right now, it's incredible. I am so grateful right now. I'm two years sober, you know, no drugs, no alcohol, you know, any, you know, just beautiful. But anyways, at that time, you know, I was obviously having a great time, a massively great time. And it was still fun, actually. Drinking was still fun. That whole thing was a great time for me. But you did say to me, I remember you saying, yo, Jay, i uh, you know, we were in Calgary. we were in the hotel room together. And you said, yo, bro, listen to me. I think if you decide to put down the alcohol for like one year, I swear you'll get more done in this year than you'll get done over 10 years. You know what I mean? I think you, I really think, and you were like looking at me and you got all and got all serious. I was like, yo, shut the hell up, bro. I was like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But in the back of my head, when I left, you know, I remember after that conversation, I remember thinking about it. And then every now and then when I was going through stuff, you know, as you start to see the telltale signs of, you know, this is, this is this is becoming a problem. This is a problem. These these conversations start to come back. These seeds that were planted, right? Um, but of course, addictions. It was an addiction. It, I crossed the line and you know couldn't come back from it. Got real scary. Did the whole nine. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll never forget you out of all people, bro. You know what I'm saying? Telling me oh, <laughs> know, you should stop drinking. Like what the hell? You know what Yeah, I mean? it's
1: like it, it's like uh, it's like Amber Heard telling someone not to shit on the bed. You know, like it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no so no, that's some next that's some next level stuff anyways yeah bro
1: yeah but we've both been sober for about two it, it's been about uh i i quit drinking like christmas 2019 that, that's that's when i stopped okay. um and i stopped <clears throat> um and the pandemic hadn't started yet but I, I i stopped and then um my life turned around um i'm gonna play um your your highlight reel right now because um you're a multi-genre artist. That's what I've been calling you over the last week. And the reason why is because... Dude, you have this, like... Do you remember the Oh Baby Give Me Morris? Do you remember that Toronto band? No, I they're, can't. They're not my like ma- name, anyways. Or, I'm
2: horrible with names, though.
1: Oh, that's okay. Living Color. Like, like you, okay, you know what yeah. I mean? Like They're yeah. almost like them, but like a modern version of them. Dude, right. you, you, like, surprised the hell out of me with your new single, which I'm going to play as we roll out at the end. But I'm like... First, you moved the crowd when we went to Calgary. You were you you performed and everything, but you were the host. And I'm sitting there watching you host, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, not just like the greatest host I've ever seen in my life. Like he you can hype a crowd. Yeah. I was rooting for you when you were like vying to become the Maple Leaf um the host know, for like, Maple Leaf. The,
2: Yo and I man, like, I, lost the, I lost out to I lost out to Mrs. Canada. So I couldn't get I couldn't get mad at them for that. I was like, oh yeah. Man. Yeah, is she it, still it was, doing it i don't i don't know bruv i don't know but listen hey you know what i mean but, we plant the seeds but yes brother. but
1: greener pastures happened um because you ended up and i'll play your reel in a second but you ended up becoming like a fifa like staple if for international world cup tournaments yeah. right like is it like, I, can you explain that because i'm not really uh, all that yeah. familiar with how the structure of fifa works but Yeah, Yeah, so
2: I mean, I mean, first of all, it's amazing because you know, um, I I love music and so forth. But you know, to be to be quite frank, my main thing is the hosting. This is what's getting me, you know, the act, this is what's getting me the most exposure, most opportunities. And now I'm coming back and doing music because it's still a passion of mine. And also being sober, you know, um, I'm doing the things that make me happy. You know, I, I realized, listen, life is too short. You got to do the things you you know love. It's not about chasing a carrot. It's not about, you know, you just do what you love. And you know, if someone likes it, they like it, cool. But back to the hosting. Um, yeah, bro. It's one of those things where I, I went to a club. I remember we went to do a gig in this small hole in the wall uh, downtown. Um, uh, well, I forget the name of it right now. But anyways, this guy Lance Brass was there. And long story short, we did the gig. There was barely anybody there. I mean, we almost didn't go to this gig because, you know, it was like a Wednesday night or whatever. Did the gig, Developed a good relationship with this guy. He liked what we did. There wasn't a lot of people. He said, don't worry, I'm going to, you know, we're gonna, let's do it again. So we went back again, did it. The host didn't show up. <clears throat> so I ended up hosting the show and we and, the, and the, my band, and big shout out to my homies back in the days, Blues Underdog. You know, we we're like a big fusion of music and that's why you'll see influences of that now because... You know, we always had a good live show, but we never really were able to record any material that was, you know, tangible. But anyway, so ended up hosting the show. Um and you know, he was like, yo, he remembered that. You know what I'm saying? He um then after that, I think about three, or four years later, he called me. And he said, Listen, I want you. To, I was doing some multi level marketing thing, I was into everything, you know what I mean? I got ADHDM all over the damn place. So, was that he like ACN? Were
1: well, you doing you know, ACN?
2: Oh man, I think I did everything, fam. I did everything, bro.
1: <laughs> when I met you, you were doing that Juice Tiger <laughs> or some shit, weren't you?
2: What? What? What?
1: what? The Juicer, you were, you were like the voice of the Juicer. Oh, no, 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 the Vitamix
2: is Lidgy, bro. Listen, listen, hold on, the cat trying to get out the damn door. Hold on, so Hey, hey, hey podcast,
1: what's fam. going on here? Nigel, we're live.
2: <laughs> yeah i know all right i'm coming right back back all right yo so anyways <laughs>
3: yeah
2: yo the fruit the whole fruit and nothing but the fruit so i was like that was and you know what so we have to be able to establish rapport within four or five seconds with a customer because it's a road show you're going to all the costcos across the country and vitamix was actually something that was a very um very training instrumental ground. very instrumental That's a training
1: ground yeah yeah
2: you know what i mean for just um, establishing rapport, with people. But long story short, back to the story at the club. You know, this guy went, ended up. Uh, he got a gig with the Olympics in Vancouver. He moved up to Vancouver, he did the Winter Olympics, and after that, through that, he got the Pan Am Games, 2016, and that's where essentially everything started for me because he reached out to me. I said, "Yo, Lancy, bro, what's up, man? You see my uh, multi-level market, whatever." He's like, "Yo, shut the hell up about that." Car. I'm like, "No, no, but this is the shit, man. Yo, 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 you trust me? We're gonna get paid." He's like, "Yo, shut up. Give me an email, and I'm gonna. I want to talk to you about hosting the Pan Am Games." So I did the Pan Am Games with that, and it ended up being a remarkable experience. First time working with in airs and working in a true in a true structure. You know, it, I was just thrown in there. You know what I'm saying? We did. I did beach volleyball hesitantly, uh, at the time because I mean I love soccer. You know what I'm saying? Football. Yeah. That's that's my thing. So I kept begging. He's like, no, trust me. You got to do this because there's more time for interaction. We're gonna have a DJ, so forth. Not to mention at the time, shoot, man, there's some bikinis up in there. It was nice. Dude. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Jeez. Right? It was, it was nice. I'd still but be I...
1: on the beach volleyball circuit. I'd have a pot belly and I'd be <laughs> traveling with the girls and shit. They'd have nicknames for me, you know? <laughs> Yo,
2: but anyways, you no, know, I got a big respect for the sport. Beach volleyball is incredible. And they built a stadium in the in the e grounds exhibition called Chevrolet Stadium. I did that gig and um it ended up going really good. That was the Pan Am Games. Then the Para Pan Am Games came right after that and they said we're going to bring you in for the Parapanam games and i got to tell you that was the most um eye-opening experience i ever had because when you see people you know who are in wheelchairs and so forth and you know they got a big smile on their face and they're doing and they're, and they're out there competing and they're incredible athletes like incredible athletes wheelchair rugby wheelchair tennis you name it and wheelchair I'm thinking rugby. myself Rug- like wow yeah like i'm thinking to myself you know i can't like cannot possibly be complaining about stuff. the stuff we take for granted. In other words, right? It was one of those really eye opening experiences. And then after that, I decided to go back to school for journalism and broadcasting. Um, and I went to uh, Seneca York University, and mm-hmm. got got a little bit of background from that standpoint. Um, I've got to admit though, through that course of time, my, my addiction was picking up. So I mean, I didn't get I didn't pick up as much as I should have because I mean, to be truthful, I mean, they kind of I think they kind of saw something in me. And, uh, you know, let me get through dude, because- every
1: anytime I know someone that meets you, they see something in you that's like that guy's well, going to spark and something amazing is going to happen to that guy. I don't know yeah. what it's going to be, but, you know, like you're the one of those cats, dude, that like um, if I got in a coma tomorrow and woke up in a year and you had two hit singles, I'd be like, yeah, it's nausea. <laughs> you know yeah, that, you're an international platinum selling artist yeah i'm not surprised
2: <laughs> yeah that would be brilliant man that would be brilliant well, however that will be done you know what i'm saying but with the hosting man it's been incredible because like i said i i went back to school and then the same gentleman who same guy I man, became like a brother of mine this guy lance you know he ended up getting he did a great job on what he was doing with infotainment and he ended up getting a call for fifa and when he got the call for fifa you know, he said, if I get this job, I'm going to call you. And, you know, it was one of those things where I had to do a GoFundMe because at first they weren't really like, why are we going to bring somebody from Canada to goddamn, you know what I'm saying? It was a crazy thing. Like, we got people. We're, he's like, trust me, you got to bring him. This is the guy. And, you know, it was back and forth, back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Finally, is that, got him there? There. Yeah, is that, that him well, there? Yeah. This, this right here, bro, we, we, we christened um, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. This is the first this is where the at the Vegas Raiders play. So we did the very first event. This was the Gold Cup right there, and that was incredible. That was an amazing. It was a month in in uh in the states, traveling all over the states, going from city to city, and wherever whoever had the most sold out seats is where they they flew me. I didn't know where I was going until the last to like maybe like a day before because they were basically sending me to all the marquee matchups and wherever all the people were. But yeah. The bottom line is the hosting, bro, has been a phenomenal thing because I love soccer. I went to school, played NCAA Division I soccer at Cleveland State University. I love entertaining people. I love people. I'm just passionate about it. So it's been a beautiful, beautiful marriage, bro, and we're just getting ready right now for the World Cup. And now we have Canada for the very first time, right? Yes. Since 1986, (laughs) bro. 1986 is going to be in the World Cup. And I got to shout out the U.S. men's national team because my family moved to the States as well. And those mm-hmm. guys, I work with the U.S. Men's National Team right now, um, doing their World Cup qualifiers as well. So, yeah, it's it's been a beautiful journey to see the places I've been. It's been incredible, James, because we're not just working with FIFA; we're working with something called CONCACAF, which is why we're yep. doing the North America, Central America, Caribbean region, doing the AFC mm-hmm. which region. I mean, I've been to Tokyo. Uh, you know, I've been to Saudi. You mean you name it? I've been all over the damn place. And uh, Saudi
1: Arabia is a great place to stay. Stay sober, I hear.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yo let me tell you man. i don't want to get flogged. when i first <laughs> when, I, when i first was getting these gigs man it was scary because i didn't care you know what i mean and it was one of those things oh, where that's... you know i could have lost my job at any moment and that's the that's the that's the that's the power of this, of this disease you know what i mean so i'm just so grateful to be beyond that and but and and the people and the culture of all these places are incredible but yeah
1: okay listen amazing. we're gonna i mean let's take a look at your reel it's incredible um I might have to stop it before the Coldplay song kicks in so that copyrights don't get all fucked up and they'd start taking my shit down because that happens because you have yeah, a Coldplay song Yeah, 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 no, it's all good, there. bro Just Double a quick little thing
2: I did put together yeah, but whatever, let's... it's all good Check it out
0: Take but- This is the best game in the world and we get to watch the best players play tonight to see who will be crowned the king of the world. You know, congratulations to all the players who tried so far. Now I got a question for you. Are you ready? So, here we go, Osama. Here's the question: Who is the current FIFA Club World Cup champion? Where is Real Madrid? Is it Gremio or is it Manchester City? Do-do-do. What did you say? I can't hear you. Real Madrid. <laughs> Good job, Osama yeah oh and they're gonna win today listen
1: congratulations you know what's funny is that i'm watching you do that and i'm like i i've seen th- you're being yourself
2: yeah, you, yeah. Know I, you
1: know what i mean like you're you're yeah, yeah, not yeah. i don't consider when i see like just for all the people at home that don't know when when Naja works like when he's on a stage in a in a packed club everyone is acting like soccer fans <laughs> <laughs> like you you kill it. So when I watch it, you're like you're such in your element when you do this shit that I'm just, um, you know what, man? I'm so proud of you. I really, man, I'm, thank I'm you, man. You.
2: Thank you, man. It's been a huge blessing, huge blessing. And again, I cannot just to go back to sobriety again. So much has changed to be a bit more focused, and you know, mm-hmm. just the, it's been an amazing journey as I'm getting ready to you know, ascend right now. I feel like I can take my career to another level right now. And I'm just so grateful, man. So, I mean, listen, as you know, I got, um, you know, and it's funny because it was during the pandemic, right? Because at 2020, right? At 2020, I just finished doing the 2019 um, Women's World Cup. Shout out to women footballers, women soccer mm. players. Unbelievable. All right. And they're not, you know, they're not wimping and women, rolling around when they get tackled. These women are tough, bro. Let me tell you, these girls, yeah. yo, oh, amazing. Yeah. And my first time in France, I was in the south of France, Nice. I was in Lyon. I was in Paris. And you know i'm just out there and you know i'm the host i'm the guy right so you, the ego starts to grow you know and you're just and, and i was good during the match i was good at work but it was always yeah. after work that this thing you're in the you south of france
1: you're like i'll take 10 bottles of you your know, greatest you know what red saying? wine
2: it was that. a mad thing bro and you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and from that standpoint i mean I it was by 2019. By the time I just, I just came up from doing France and Tokyo, and I had an agent I was talking to out of England, I was getting ready to do the, the Olympics in Tokyo. And I was getting ready to do a whole bunch of stuff. And things were just really blowing up. But you know, some God stopped everything. Well, not sorry. I mean, I shouldn't say that because at the end of the day, a lot of people got hurt. But for me, it, it turned out to be a, an experience where it got really bad, and I crashed. You know what I'm saying? At the at May 4th, 2020. You know what I'm saying? That's the last time hmm. I had a sip of alcohol, man. And I don't get emotional thinking about it. But the bo- the bottom line is that you know, during that period, I got maybe eight months sober, and then I ended up uh, finding out that and my and my fiance, God bless her soul, she stuck with me the whole time. Big shout out to chach You know, she I love believed chach. in me, and she, and I've she always she loved- she, she always yeah, your, said wife is, your wife on. is
1: a beautiful person
2: inside and out, brother. Thank you, like, man. She said she's yeah. holding, she said she was always holding on to the person she that she first met. You know what I'm saying? Before this whole thing, this disease really kicked in. And you know, ended up getting engaged. And then, of course, you know, I got a little daughter. She's 15 months old. She's a male. She's so
1: beautiful. Oh
3: man. Yo. Dude, as a I, I as, you know?
1: as as a father of what I consider to be the most beautiful girl in the world, and I know you feel the same way about your daughter. When I saw a picture of you with your daughter, I was just. Like, I got goosebumps, buddy. Like, because I know, I know that you are a great dad. She loves, she, you walk in the door and she's like, I know Um, she is, man. Yeah, no,
2: and it's amazing. And again, you know, it's one of those things where during the pregnancy, my fiance didn't have to worry about me sneaking out to get alcohol or other drugs Mm. or, you know, or me being present, you know, to put my baby down like this stuff. I mean, with this addiction, people think, oh, you know logic kicks in there's no logic with it right it's not like oh because i have a kid now i'm gonna stop drinking you know and mine was not a just so people know they're listening it wasn't a self-help it wasn't i, I didn't self-help I, mine was that bad where i had to get help you know what i'm saying so mine wasn't a mine wasn't through me i got help and i was defeated enough to get help and thank god it did because now i mean it's just a piece that i can't i can't explain because you know i'm as you know i'm already hyper i'm hyper now and I imagine you, yeah. know I'm saying, right? you know it's
1: funny i thought i was hyper and then i'm like <laughs> oh shit look at that guy all
2: right so it's <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's been a beautiful journey brother beautiful journey and this year we're looking at a lot of big things and just grateful man what can i say man and I'm i'm here kicking it with you bro you've always been like a brother oh. You know, I can't wait to see people. you again, man. I
1: can't wait. to see I know you again. where, man, where I are you know. living anyways nowadays? Now that
2: we're both sober, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have sober. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like,
1: what are we going to do? <laughs> 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 like, like in in Calgary, we were like, like literally while I'm telling you, like, you know, you should probably mm, mm, not mm, drink anymore. Pass me mm. that 60 of vodka, please. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. <laughs> bro. And pouring
1: I'm pouring drinks. I'm doing um, rails um, off the bar in our hotel. Among other things. I'm being... about to say among,
2: oh, among other things, Lord knows. We had
1: some fun. Do so, you know that trip, that trip? You know what, you know what was cool about that trip because it was what was it? Calgary Stampede 2011, I think it was or something.
2: Oh man,
1: you I Whenever remember, entourage has so like, all been
2: a blur. Yeah, entourage. Yeah, entourage when was when Entourage was
1: going off the air. We had Adrian Grenier um um book because he had a documentary called uh Got to uh, Have the Shirt Paparazzo. <laughs> Papar Popper- Popper- something like that. Um,
2: I can't remember.
1: Uh, uh, homemade paparazzi. Anyways, teenage paparazzi. That's what teenage it
0: was. paparazzi. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's
1: it. And um, and the funny thing about that is, like, he took a real shine to you. Like, he really liked you. And um, we had He's him a humble again. Guy. He's a humble it, guy. Yeah, I'm about to bust your bubble because we. <laughs> we oh no. We we know because we, we um we didn't get along. Okay. It, it, well, we well. listen. James, got, you know got, you already,
2: bro. Jamesy, you you're one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? you like you, you don't. You're like, yo, what's up with that? I boy? know. I know. You know, because you know. know what? Because you're very opinionated, and I respect you for that. You would give your opinion no matter what, and that's why I salute you, you, bro.
1: I, well, thank you, but you know, I I feel <clears> like <throat> I am hated by people who are not good people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really feel that way. <laughs> well, I know. well people, my my
2: people love you, bro. It's true. You know what I'm saying, Listen,
1: dude? Like all, all yeah. of my good friends, I'm I'm sometimes surprised that I have friends like you, friends like Nigel,
2: yeah, right? Oh, Nigel man.
1: Williams, Talk right? Like. Us. Yeah, but these, but you guys are like, I have so many salt of the earth good friends, mm-hmm. and I feel like you guys are slumming it when you're <laughs> when you're friends with me. Like you're mm-hmm. like, you know, because apparently you guys see something that other people don't. Anyways, Adrian Grenier. Um, <clears throat> well, first of all, I, I have a really interesting. You remember that actually was the hotel room <laughs> that we stayed in in Calgary mm-hmm. was was his hotel room. <laughs> My. I, I, I took it for myself because i didn't like him because because when we we went to a restaurant and that's where i met him and he just sat there like this and i'm like so hey man i'm james uh you know i'm one of you know i'm one of the partners you know thank you for coming blah 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 and he's just like he looks up and he's like and he looks back down and, and so immediately i was like well fuck this guy yeah right? yeah no like, i hear you at that point you say, uh, you're not going
2: to be human to me then what's the, what's good
1: so dude in, we're in the limo on the way to the hotel and I say to him, and this is all just me just being a dick now. I say to him, I'm like, Adrian, I don't think you're going to like this hotel. I think you're going to like the hotel across town a lot better. And the reason why I did that is because you remember the hotel room. It was yep. dope. Dude, it was yep. big oh, enough.
2: I couldn't believe it because, again, I didn't believe your ass in the first place when you told me you're bringing me out to Calgary. That's because I'm then from Toronto. Up, you know what I'm saying? I was like, what the hell is this? But, anyways, yeah. Yeah,
1: so so uh, we're, on the, we're in the limo and we're on the, we're on the way to the hotel and I convinced him to go to the other <laughs> hotel because I knew that the hotel that he was going to stay at was a dope suite. And I also knew that this hotel already gave him his like tw- like $2,000 gift basket. That's why I gave you that bottle of champagne because Man, it was Adrian Grenier's champagne. That gave him my the dude, gift basket.
2: let me tell you, that is a blur. Oh, I know, bro. It, it, that whole thing was a blur. I seen mountains out there, mountains of snow out there, and it wasn't it wasn't winter. That's all I gotta say. It was crazy, man. So there was
1: snow everywhere. Yeah, I know. God um, damn. And, and yeah, the, but then when he came back to Toronto, do you remember that we did that other? Fa- it was Fashion yes. Week, I think.
2: It was. It was. It was. No, it wasn't Fashion. It was Tiff.
1: Oh, that's it was, right. It was it's TIFF.
2: associated with Tiff. That's right. Yeah,
1: that's right. And um and he came up to me. Um, I was talking to somebody else, and he comes up to me, and he smacks my back really hard, and he's like, "What's up, James?" And there was all these people that I was talking to, and I looked up at him, and it's Agent Gregory, and I look up at him, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, who were you?" <laughs> you like,
2: cheeky, yeah, uh, cheeky bastard, mate. Well, fuck him though. You know, no, like, he, you he, he thing, was man. not nice to me.
1: He was not <laughs> yeah, nice to no, me. So he was—he's one of those guys, Naja, that you just said you either love Jamesy or you hate Jamesy, and no, he was the guy that you. didn't. I feel yeah. you.
2: I feel you, man. Um, man.
1: Let's talk about let's pivot to music a little bit. I didn't know until I watched your. Toronto Maple Leafs reel today, just to see. Like, I, I went over a whole bunch of Naja, I did a deep dive on Najee Caliber, and um, I didn't realize that you toured with the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, so can you tell me I about mean, that? I know it was a long time ago, but you know, yeah, yeah. No, I
2: mean, it, bottom line with that, I mean, it's just amazing how you know, I the man, the, the, the word manifest is what I think of right away because, um, at the time, you know, it was my dream to play. Um, at the highest level of amateur sport in North America, which was NCAA division one soccer. I'm over there, you know, um, I'm playing ball and you know, I got ADHD, I'm all over the, I, now I call it attention dialed in to a higher dimension. Brrrah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice. That's my new nice. acronym for it, all right? So, but you know, I, I'm, one of them, I'm, like, I'm excited here, I'm excited here, boom, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, but I've been playing ball my whole life. So I'm there now, playing NCAA ball, I'm traveling all over the country, beautiful, loving this. And I'm like, I get this in my head, like, yo, I want to leave. I want to leave. And I want to, uh, I want to start a band and I want to, I want to do some music. You know, I was already doing dabbling in music, but and but I said, I wanted to do, you know, I said, I want to take it seriously. So I told tell my coach, um, I want to leave, you know, I told my, my, my parents, my parents are like, what the hell you want to leave school? You know what I'm saying? You know, the whole thing, you know, you don't want to leave school now. This is what you've been waiting for. It's all your dreams of. Mm. And, um, it's crazy because I mean, within a year I left I left school and within a year um I was in a band and um and that was the thing my you know everyone thought I left cuz I had a band I didn't have a band I didn't have anything you know and within a year literally um I was uh signed to um the, the biggest book the biggest booking agency in Canada at the time SNL Film whether well, it was two the agency and SNL Film the two biggest ones you know and mm-hmm. um it, we and this was off the strength of our live show because again our music was you know our, we had a live we had a live our live our live live show was great but you know recordings were never really too too good but how it ended up happening was bottom line is that these guys saw our vibe and it was down to us and another band that was signed to Sony or something like that. And these guys, obviously, they put a lot of money into investing into their, their product, and they want to you know they want to tour and market the product across the country with Black IPs. And then it, you know it came down to the you know the actual band or the management of the band saying you know what, we want these guys to rock with us, and that was it. We were like, and this is literally we just did like two or three bands, We did a Band wars competition. We won the Band wars competition. One of the judges there was from SNL, Feldman, my homie Miss, uh, Chris McKeezy. You know what I'm saying? So big mm-hmm. shout out to Chris McKee, my that's my dude right there. <laughs> you know. And, um, anyways, long story short, that's how it happened. And then, you know, it was one minute, you know, uh, one minute, you know what I mean? We're just in a band space and we're just doing like band wars competitions. Next minute, I'm like drinking and hanging out with, uh, Wesley Snipes and, and, um, Justin Timberlake and will I am and Fergie. And just, you know, it was a great time man. going, and we drove we, we drove in, a in a big, uh, you know, one of those big SUV, not SUVs. We call it like things. a Hummer. No, Hummer. No, oh, like
1: those those SUV limos. You know Not know? a limo,
2: fam. No, we were like the we were we were like you know what I'm saying. These guys had like the superstar stuff. We just we're just glad to be there. You know what I'm saying? um
1: Toyota, Ford, Runner.
2: No, what those <laughs> things when you drive across the country? RV, my God. RV. Oh, okay. RV. An RV. Yeah. Like breaking so, Bad, like
1: a Winnebago. Yeah. Like
2: you know what I'm saying? Something like that, bro. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Boom across the country. So yeah, it was. Black IPs are like, experience. don't
1: drive behind the Winnebago. The exhaust is yeah. terrible. Were, were they cool? Like, was Will I Am cool to you? Yeah, anything? super like, cool. You know what? It's yeah. it's
2: one of those weird, amazing things. At the end of the tour, so we at the beginning we were only supposed to do. The agreement was we are supposed to do the West Coast and the uh, the band that was from Sony or whatever supposed to do the East Coast because they were from mm. the West Coast, so they wanted to promote on the East Coast. Long story short, we did our we did the first half of the tour. On the way back, driving back, we get the phone call. Da-da-ding! These guys are like, yo, they said they want you guys to do the whole tour, forget those other guys. So we're like, yo, that's amazing. Get to do Toronto or home, boom, boom, boom. At the last show in Toronto, I got asked for Will's number, you know what I'm saying? But he was always cool, you know what I mean? They are all real yeah. cool, you know what I mean, hanging out. You think you're gonna get like, you know what I'm saying, whatever. So I got his number, I'm thinking it's gonna be like his managers or, you know what I mean, the head office or something. And then yeah. boom, I call him one time, he's like, yo, who? I'm like, yo, what's up, yo, Will, it's not She's like, who? Yo, Nod, trying the blues out. Like, who? He's like, no, no. he's like, oh, Canada, you always call me Canada. He's like, oh, Canada, yeah, that's up. Listen, I can't that's talk so cool. right now. I'm about to go on the Jay Leno show. I'm like, okay, no problem, bang, hang on. Next time I call him, he's like, yo, Canada, listen, I'm with Michael Jackson right now. I'm like, what? You with Michael Jackson? Because they did some work, he did some work with Michael Jackson before we left and i was like holy smoke so the guy gave me his real number you know what i mean but i just you know you can't call him too much and at the time i didn't really have product because again as you can see you know imagine me back then in terms of scattering in terms of finishing what i'm starting so i didn't really have anything he was more like hit me when, when you was this something.
1: 2007 2006 what, what what year yeah was that it?
2: was 20, yeah, 206 around there yeah. yeah 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 around there man so yeah crazy, americans bro. do that They when they find out
1: you're from canada they'll just call you canada
2: yeah, I can But well, the reference point, because he means at that time he was touring all over the world, so you can't imagine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they were bumping I, those times.
1: <laughs> Speaking of bumping, I used to do bumps with Will Am's brother when I lived in L.A. You
2: say word. Um.
1: Yeah. We, because <laughs> Nick and I used to, <laughs> we used to throw this like.
2: Here we go back uh, into
1: the. We, well, listen, like <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> but it's
2: facts for <laughs> fact. Let it be known. Let it be known.
1: Well, yeah, we 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 used to throw this after hours thing when we lived in Los Angeles, and um and I was uh, so for like five weeks on a friday and saturday i would be hanging out with this dude and we and he'd always have blow on him so we just we would talk for hours and hours and do a bunch of bumps and um and i found out after like hanging out with this guy like i don't know a dozen times or whatever that it's will i am's brother and i'm like oh shit, and and i'm like don't worry i'm not gonna ask you any questions about my brother and he's like good because fucking hate my brother (laughs) like was (laughs) all like that about it i was like okay you don't want to talk about that um but yeah, no, it was. Uh, it, it's interesting though because, um, you know, when you, when you're traveling, when you when you're just starting out and you're traveling, like when when you Naja are traveling with with a band like the Black Eyed Peas, that that must have been like a couple of years after Where Is the Love came out, and they sort of made the transition from hip hop to pop. Yeah, um, correct. And you, you've correct. always had a really cool sound where you were able to like bridge. Hip hop and pop t- kind of together or whatever. I was gonna save it for the end of the show, but I think what I want to do, um, if it's okay with you, is is play and and we'll and we'll chat. I'll I'll play like the first minute of your single because it's coming out May thirteenth, right? The um the actual. Yeah, uh, I'm
2: gonna drop it May thirteenth, and again, this is um I call it Operation Stir the Pot in the sense of I just wanted to be put um be shown in this space because I've been doing so much of the hosting and I enjoy performing. And actually, I ended up doing something at one of the half and the people said, you know, the faithful people are like, listen, we might actually get you to start doing some stuff, and it kind of turn that light on again. Again, being sober and having, you know, cobwebs gone, oh. so being a bit creative. And you uh, could do yeah, what
1: so, Kanan did. You could do like a, the World Cup song. You you know? Know? I mean,
2: that would be that'd be pretty crazy, man. But you know, at the end of the day, like again, this is a part of the things that make me feel happy. I love um, playing soccer. I love being creative with music. I love hosting. I spend time with my family. You know, these yeah. things. Make me feel alive, and as long as I feel alive, I am grateful. Right, so whatever you know happens what? after that, but you know I'm all what? over I, I, the place with the music, though. Like you'll hear like a punk song, you'll hear like a hit. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna be in all types of genres, and I guess it's because i you know I grew up and been influenced by so much music, and I just truly appreciate it. Been a, yeah. I love concerts, so it is what. It so is what is
1: music. what is your new acronym for ADHD again? Because I am like a poster child for ADHD as well. Oh so yeah. I
2: to... <laughs> oh boy, so. My ADHD is attention dialed in to a higher dimension.
0: Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, (laughs) zoom, (laughs)
3: You
1: know what I'm saying? So that's
2: my new shit right there, right there. You know what
0: I'm
1: saying? That is, are you, do you, because they gave me medication for it. Do you take anything for it? Yeah, so I have to take
2: some sort of meds. I just have it to tailor it perfectly because at the end of the day, when they first gave it to me, I was docile, homie. I was like, "Mm." I was like, yo, I still need to be Nadja. Still need to be me. So I had to taper it, taper it, and then. Um, that along with my program like i said i work with some people for uh you know with my in terms of my um my recovery between these two things here i got my i got my i got my recipe you know what i mean so that yeah i can still have my energy still be That's a vibe great. and not things so yeah man it is That's what it great.
1: is um so we're gonna we're, we're just gonna listen to but the i will first say matter, really so... quickly really yeah, quickly. yeah go because, ahead please
2: you know people think i mean it was it was amazing that um i would go through these laws where i would get depressed You know what I mean? And i be like, I don't know why I was getting, but that was again through the addiction because it was the, it was alcohol, it was alcoholism and depression, which was the craziest thing because I'd either be really high or really low. You know what I'm saying? And then because people always know me as that really high, you know, really, you know, that I just forgot, I kind of got lost in, I kind of got lost in uh, just putting on a facade as opposed to, hey man, this is who I am, or I'm, you know what I mean? And kind of just being me from that standpoint. So uh yeah yeah, i just wanted to mention that just in case anybody out there you know going through any depression or anxiety or anything like that man you know it's it's a natural thing but you know there's there's well your
1: your story is like an aspirational story like you know when you know it's 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 amazing because I, i watched you and it was funny because i i never actually like when we used to have those talks i i was never ever thinking this guy's a mess Cause I knew I was a mess and I didn't think that you were anywhere near what I was doing, but like, it's all relative obviously, but yeah. your, your ability to persevere is, it should not be understated. You're you're also one of those cats that like, um, because I'm a non-believer, I don't, I've never given you shit for being a believer because I feel like believers should all be like you, you know what I mean? Like your your, your energy and your positivity and, and the way that you communicate with people. I'm sure you have been before. so I'm not saying like you've never been angry, but I've never seen you angry.
2: <laughs> you yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no, never, I know, like- and that was the scary thing because again, it was like I, I like my fiance would say, you completely changed. Like it was a, like when I was with you, like I didn't cross that line yet. It was still like I was still on that double edged sword, balancing it. You know what I'm saying? But later on down the road, for, for, I wasn't one of those people. Cause some people it's like right out the gate. As soon as they sipped that they like they were gone from their 14, 15, my mom was way later on. You know what I'm saying? Where boom, all of a sudden I crossed this line. I couldn't come back from it, you know? Um, yeah. So um, it, it's interesting, man. It's very, it is very interesting from that standpoint. But yeah, I mean, I have you... always genuinely loved people and um, yeah, I just love people, man. I just really do, you know? So. Well, listen, people love you. Um, let's listen to uh, let's listen to you like a little bit it's pretty. It's
3: pretty.
1: Hold on. before we continue, is that s love? Hi, I'm Steve Yurko.
3: and I'm Tara Sands.
1: Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast for Kids Flashback. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation.
3: Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback.
1: Have you ever thought I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundle, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, Matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with, at soundoff.network.
2: So, no, I, well, I brought it to S Love as well, but I started. I, I got the, the I, I wrote the baseline just messing around during the pandemic and then uh, when th- after after that I brought it to my boy Magic Man Murray and then hmm. after I brought it to Murray, then I wanted a bit more dirty and I brought it to Eslo. So I yeah, finished of off course. at he Eslo. Big shout to Sheldon. In, he, and fixed, Magic fixed out. Man.
1: Sheldon, by the way, for those who don't know, um childhood childhood friend. We grew up in the same area. The the DJ of the Pocket Dwellers, an amazing guy. That's the homie amazing right there. That's producer. The homie. Dude, that there is no harder working, like, like self contained producer ever. No, <laughs> no, it's love.
2: amazing. It, you know what I got, I always have to salute anybody who's making a living, doing what they love, um, mm. and making it work. You know what I mean? So whatever the Absolutely. business is, whatever you love, and he loves it and he's making it work. Have to give a big shout out to Magic Man, this guy Murray Daigle, incredible. Um, he helped me do ups and downs, and he's a an, he's a great mind. He kind of understands. They both understand my i'm a guy with just a bunch of ideas and they've been whoa 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 okay well, we gotta counter we gotta kind of you know put this together and they both yeah. get me like that and that's why i appreciate them and they let me experiment because at the end of the day i like to experiment you know what i'm saying so, well you're, yeah. you're
1: like i i knew you as a rapper who could also sing and then i hear this song and like we're gonna play it and i'm just gonna nod my head like i'm in wayne's world yeah. it's you like yeah, it's the lyrics me. the lyrics is your bio yeah no man <laughs> you know no man I mean?
2: again man i just felt like i'm good again you know what i'm saying coming from everything yeah. else i'm good again you know and when i when i was good when i was untainted from life and everything i'm from a place where I'll always be you know i'm yeah. from a place where you can truly feel free it's hard to get and- there when you're scared and you're freaked just let it go, just let it go and you'll see, you know what I'm saying? So, and, yeah. and that's why I'm good, you know? And that's the whole thing is like, I'm from a place where awesome always be. Cause it's a, it's a true inspirational, you know, it, you're not worrying about tomorrow, you're not worrying about yesterday, you're not worrying about what people think about you, you're just truly mm. yourself, you know what I mean? And And that, you know what? And it just happens to come out in this. You know what in this though? Form, in this form, you know what I mean? Like, I
1: want everybody who's, who's listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube or Facebook, to close your eyes and imagine those clips that they show for playoff hockey right before the game. This is the track. This is this. I'm telling you, got to talk to who I-, I know you're disappointed that I, I stopped. I could tell you, yeah, I know. You know, I,
2: I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, but, anyways, yeah, but I thought about that. Thought, when you put, when you planted that seed, I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, you know, because I know again, a couple
1: of people. I know a couple of people, man, that people that work like in, in production. And in, would be in hockey.
2: You know what I'm saying, my bro?
1: Yeah, well, listen, you know me. I, 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 I will, ask, I will ask for nothing. I will try to do what I can and hopefully it works out. But, like, this is, this is one of those things that, like, Someone's getting smashed into the boards right before the hook starts. You know what I mean? Like people are touching yeah. gloves when you say "I'm good." You probably even have a hockey player or a clip. Someone like a Conor Mc, McDavid, like going, "Good," okay. you know, and then just right on the hook. I'm no, that'd,
2: that'd be pretty cool, man. I mean, I mean, those are the extras, right? Just creating mm-hmm. it. You know, it's therapeutic and you know whatever, right? So, who
1: made the video?
2: Um, so that was a guerrilla style video shoot that we did, um, with my boy Dan Barker from capture films. It's one of those things where, you know, say builder build it, they will come, um, if you kind of, you know, again, manifest it, I said, I just want to do some music again, I want to get a couple of things going. And I just was thinking about it and was on Facebook. I saw the homie, this is a guy I haven't spoken to about eight years. I said, D, wow. what's up? His name is Dan Barker. Um, I'm thinking again, this is music again. And he's like, you know, do what I'm, he's actually facilitating. A lot of coaching and trying to get in some structures and strategy um around artists and um businesses in general. And long mm-hmm. story short, you know, he said, you know, let's get this thing popping. We just he said he got his grab his camera, we went downtown, we said, Where do you want to shoot? So shot here, shot here. We just basically were like, let's go here, here, there. And then it's after My favorite kind said, of
1: shoot when there no one gets a permit
2: fuck yeah no, let, just yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> yo some of his yeah. shots yo, know, some of the video was shot on like a damn uh samsung ultra or whatever the hell it was. you know what i mean so yeah. when we went to subway you know what i mean or we went to like a store or whatever so you know it was one of those things that we just put it together after because again this is just me i want to be able to put myself in this space so that i could maybe um influence someone else that have you know greater producers you know whoever yeah. that i could work with them and you know and then, and, and you know, basically, so I can work with other people and get the ball rolling in that aspect. So, you know,
1: that is that yeah. is a hockey highlight song. I'm I'm I'm, I'm nah, putting it out listen. there into the universe. I'm telling you, um, I have Mashallah. the track now. I'm Inshallah. gonna send it. I, you know, what I'm gonna send it to. I hope he's watching because I interviewed him the other day. I'm gonna send it to Rod Black. And i'm gonna be like listen dude like if you know anyone in the production outfit at tsn listen yeah. to this song and get them to edit a cut to it and then he'll be like be... he'll be like fuck off james i don't do shit like that or he'll be like sure no problem yeah <laughs> man, cool i mean it. and
2: that's one thing i learned man all you could do is ask man you know what i'm saying they the say hard no. ask yeah 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 as hard a
1: podcaster answer. i gotta tell you the hard ask is is really hard like they call it that for a reason it, it, mm-hmm. it's not easy to ask A person who has reached the pinnacle of their career to hook for example for my example to hook you up with guests or something like that but asking them to like listen to something that has nothing to do with you. here I'm gonna give this to you his contact is and then take it and then we don't even ever have to talk about it again and then hopefully something works out because that dude that song is dope that, yeah, are you, you are you signed to a label right now or anything or what's going on? No, 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 no.
2: I, again, I just wanted to record some music and have some fun, brother, and um, and that's it, man. You know what I mean? Like again, it just it's something I enjoy doing. I used to be in a band to be able to like jam out three you know three nights a week or whatever the case may be, and uh, yeah, it's fun. And um, I'm gonna put out some music. I'm gonna put out like a little EP, hmm. and then I'm gonna continue to do it um, because it's fun. So you know, if you, you know what comes I, of it Something I, I, comes of it.
1: This pandemic, um, I, I ask a lot of people this, especially people who um, who found their stride. You found your stride bev- probably before the pandemic. Actually, if you quit drinking in 2020, I would say you fit actually perfectly in this category. Um, I, I'm in this category. I know a lot of other people in this category where the pandemic was seen as like the crisis was seen. It's an old proverb. Was seen as an opportunity of sorts for for people to buckle down and work as hard as they could because we had all this like cushion, this free time to mm-hmm. do what we wanted. And another thing, another piece of that puzzle is that, it, and you just sort of said it, you're making music because you you want to make it. Like you're, you're you're like you you you, you want to you want to uh, be a part of your craft, not because you're making it for some label. I think this is the, probably the best shit that you're going to make, like, is, is, is when you make it for yourself. And those are the type of successes that you'll end, that will end up manifesting because when you were making, you weren't like, it, it's got to be three minutes because the radio people don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I feel like you're on that path. Are, are you, um, you know, are you? Do you ever how do you how would you balance like uh doing hosting for FIFA international and doing music? Like, are you oh man, that able would be a dream,
2: dip? bro? That would yes. be a dream because setting up concerts
1: and like in all in Qatar and shit, you well, know, like
2: I, like yo, that's crazy, right? So yeah, it would be something where you know you basically you said exactly you're going all these places and you know you'd set up shows at those places if possible, or you know, you have a booking agency that's dealing with music, you have your booking agency. Actually, now this is the thing. I want to now get with a booking agency because right now I don't even have a booking agency. You know, I don't have anything. I'm just getting my website up now. Like it's been completely backwards um, through relationship building that i kind of gotten where I am right now. So um, the business, I've never been a business guy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm now becoming a business guy. I want to get get with an agency. And so I would have been able to have an agency. That says, it's, it's very simple because the way I work is it's either you have this, this time booked or you don't have this time booked. So if I have the time book, then I'm over here. If I don't have the time book, then I can go ahead and do the gig, right? And that's uh, yep. and just expand my client base, right? <laughs> in hosting plus, as well. <laughs> plus,
1: and I both love you for this, and I kind of hate you for it. Um, you still look like you're in your 20s. You fucking asshole. My
2: God, man. Yo, my fiance <laughs> won't let me cut. She won't let me cut my uh my my, my beard right now, fam. She says, "Not oh, allowed." I
1: just grew one just to piss off my wife. No,
2: yeah, so. don't kill me, man. Yeah, I know it's nuts. I can't believe well, it, man. But she won't let People... you shave, bro. I'm gonna be. Listen, bro. I that have... happened to
1: Drake. Do you remember? Drake what? shaved his beard, and the internet was like, uh, "Dude, please don't show up in public <laughs> until you grow that shit back."
2: Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, brother. Man, I'm gonna be 46, bro. Dude, what? we're the same
3: age.
1: When's your 19, birthday? 1975. Oh, 76. You're. Our... When's your. Yeah, when's your. When's your, when's your birthday?
2: Yeah. Um 90 I'm a Scorpio. November. November. Let so you're
1: 45 know, let now. Me you're know gonna Scorpio's
2: be Scorpios in the building. Well,
1: I'm pretty sure you were born in seventy-six then.
2: No, mate. Um no, I'm gonna be 47 this year. You're older than me. Mate, Everyone at home me, is just
1: like this. Bro, get the fuck out of here. Let me
2: tell you something. When <laughs> I, I look like do...
1: Voldemort next to bro, your sexy ass.
2: <laughs> when I go to do gigs and they get a yeah. hold of my passport, like it's a thing, bro. They're like, yo. We, they start running up to me, like not running, but, you know, they keeps up, it's like a lineup. Like, listen, we just heard that you're, you're 45, 46. I'm like, yeah, man. You know, whatever the age I was at the time. And they just can't yeah. believe it. I can't believe it, man. Like it's, I, I, I feel so youthful. I feel so, and I feel so grateful, man. I feel so grateful that, you know, I got this energy and it is what it is. So, you know, yeah, it, dude, it's all like, good. It's all yeah, on man. the
1: inside. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Like you're, is, is there, um, can, can can we touch on something just for a second? Um, I, I, I didn't talk to you about this before, but um, you're pretty open with it, and I just want to know. Um, I'm going to preamble this a little bit, just just because I because you're you're a good friend of mine, and and I don't want anyone to think at home that I'm putting you on the spot about this. But um, where <laughs> we no, go. Because, but he is no, no, it's not it's not okay. funny or anything. Like that. Um, <laughs> but you <yeah, laughs> yes, just a little bit. Um, when when Kobe Bryant passed away. I wrote this piece about how um, as a non-believer, I discovered something when he passed away that I didn't know before, which is that I envy people who believe in God during times of grieving. And um, there are people that have passed away recently and in the distant past that I think about often now. And I think to myself, the overriding thought, I think to myself is like, wouldn't it be like bliss if I could find a way to feel better about them passing because I thought that they were in a better place.
0: Mm. And, um, when deep. I was
1: doing the deep dive on you, I was thinking about your brother mm-hmm. and, and I love, um, love might not be the right word, but I appreciate the, um, when, when the anniversary of his death comes and I see the things that you post, it, it makes me like, I tear up sometimes like, you know, like just cause I'm just, I'm feeling it for you. Like it's cathartic almost. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just wondering like is it is it still an inspiration for you? Like what well, what is that feeling like and and if you don't mind telling um the people No, no, I mean brothers.
2: 100%. I mean, uh uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, we know death is a, a death is a part of life and um unfortunately, my brother's life was taken early. Uh, my brother was killed when he was 16 years old. He was murdered and uh, you know, through that experience uh, you know, it's, I mean, it, it subconsciously affects you, um, in in a lot of ways. But I celebrate him and I celebrate life because of that. Now, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, of course, I think about him all the time. So I mean, my brother was the funniest, the biggest, and I mean, my, my God, my brother, man, I am tell you, <laughs> right? This is my my brother, Tupi Don Vladimir Krav. He was incredible and electric person. And uh, again, his life was taken early. And just so that um, uh, you we people know. He was really my adopted brother. He's really my first cousin. But um, my aunt was murdered in, my aunt was murdered and his dad was murdered back in Grenada. This is in 1983, um, they did a, like a movie about it or whatever, I you know, Hamburger Hill. I don't even know, I can't remember. Long story yeah. short is my uncle um, was the prime minister of Grenada and my aunt, my dad's sister was the minister of education. And unfortunately in 1983, there was a little coup and there was something and they got murdered and then we adopted my brother. And uh, he came over and that was the best thing. I had my, I had a brother, I had a sister. I love my sister now, but at the time I didn't really like my sister, was, you, know, <laughs> you're young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I got a brother, you know what I'm saying? But um, you know, his life got taken, unfortunately. Um, Carabano, 1994. And uh, you know, I celebrate him, I absolutely celebrate him. And you know, other people, especially him, um, obviously being, you know, in my household and my cousin and uh it's just it's just one of those things where again like the, the Parapanam games when you see you know you when you see people you know who are in learning or survive or not just surviving but living they're not just they're not just existing you know what i mean they're they're alive and they're doing well you know what i mean i was like wow that's a moment you know uh you know my brother he would not want me to be you know he was he's a guy that would want me to continue to push he was always a guy to push me to be my best and all that he was my younger brother but he was very wise i must say you know in his uh, very wise he had an old soul so but yeah no i mean I coming
1: celebrated. from where he came from too i guess he's yeah. probably like you you got it good here like you should like oh most yeah of it. That's another that kind thing. of thing Whoa. yeah
2: 100 100 because when he came up to canada you see breathing the air wind first winter and shit you know what i'm saying that like, you're like yeah. what the hell is this crap you know i like, can still <laughs> remember it we have great times and he had he, he developed such deep relationships with so much people, you know, when he came, I mean, yeah. again, his, his, um, his mom was extremely, um, oh man, she was, she was powerful. My auntie Jacqueline was a very powerful woman, did a lot for women's rights, women's education, a lot of things, uh, uh, Jacqueline Craft and his dad, uh, Morris Bishop, you know, an incredible leader, a uh, stronghold throughout the Caribbean. So, I mean, listen, he, he was just a powerful guy and, uh, I love him to death and, you know, I, I never forget him. I, every day I think about, him, you know,
1: Well, I I think, um, I, and we'll end it on this because, um, I, you know, I think he, he must've resonated with you because I, I, I see you. Um, and I I obviously never met your brother, but like, when I see you talk about him or post stuff about him, I, I often feel to myself that you're like, you know, you're 20% him or something. Like there's a veneer that he left. Yo, I was just going to
2: tell you something. I was supposed to tell you something. Now, I don't believe, I don't know about this, but sometimes when I feel like I'm having a really good time. I feel like like it's weird, but I feel like he's jumping into me or something like I feel like it's the weirdest thing. Like there's been there's been numerous times where I felt this weird energy when something really good's happening or something like I feel his presence. It, it's it's crazy, man. This That's is, the kind anyways. of
1: shit that I'm envious of. No, yeah, it, like, it's like, powerful. You know. So
2: I don't know. I don't know if it's in my head or what, but doesn't matter i feel it and it's a beautiful thing because all it does is make me smile and remember him again you know what i'm saying yeah so
1: well listen um we feel you you're a beautiful thing um your family (laughs) is beautiful i'm very proud of you i'm I'm, you you know i don't say that to very many people but i'm I'm super proud of you man i think that you're and i still think that you're 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 at the beginning of your success and um you can come back anytime, bro. <laughs> no, man. man no, for happens. sure. As soon
2: as you told me you want to chop it up, I said. First, I was like, oh, man. I was like, you know what? Whatever. Let's go chop. It's Jamesy. You know what I'm saying? We got some fun. Yeah. Chop it up. And uh, that's it, bro. So, no, nah, well, man. It's, it's I, I miss you, man.
1: I, yeah, I miss you, dude. I, I can't wait to see you again. I'll be in Toronto a few times in the next, like, six months. I don't know what you're trying. Tell us what you're doing next um, before, we, before we go.
2: Okay. So, uh, I'm going to Austin, Texas uh going to do a, a a Nations League match with the US men's national team by the way i'm trying to get in with canada right now cuz i mean i'm from canada i would love to work with canada so anybody else oh. that's listening I would love. To. I tried to make I've had. Trying, I'm trying everybody. You know what I mean. I'll on the Dean Bondell
1: podcast, we've had Craig Forrest a couple of times. Maybe I'll oh, shoot Craig him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, have yeah, Craig
2: Forrest. Listen, yeah. I would love to work with Team Canada. I would love to work with Team Canada. So if anybody at One Soccer, TSM Sportsnet, anybody, holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? I'll get it done. All right. Maybe Good. I'll
1: contact Vic Router. Do you think Vic Router, mm, Router Vic, can help don't us don't out? Don't even enough?
2: kill me. That's some old school stuff right there, fam. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to uh, Austin, Texas for a quick gig over there. Then I'm supposed to be going to Uzbekistan um, for, for AFC. This is thing. during the summer. No, yeah, coming up right now, coming up yeah. shortly. And then I'm going to Mexico for 18 days. Believe it or not, I've never been to Mexico yet, but this is for a women's oh, tournament. Shit. When are you going Mexico? to Mexico? What month? I'm going J- July.
1: Oh my god. For 18 god, I'm days. You're gonna die. You're gonna fucking die. Dude, I, I went to Mexico to shoot something like 10 years well, ago. Well, you know, you're talking to in, a man
2: from Grenada. For those who don't know that spice, man, you know, I from Grenada. Boy. Dude, listen, you're telling me I, I'm gonna I, die I, in the sun? What, what are you talking no, about, man?
1: Yeah. You know what? That, I might have been projecting a little bit there with my PSDS. Yeah. Uh, like, whoa, but
2: whoa, whoa.
1: It was 54 degrees in Tulum with the humidity. Yeah. And I made the mistake of leaving my luggage out, you know, the ones that roll. And yeah. I, I, did the zipper up and it just came off cause it melted. <laughs> yeah, no, I, so. no,
2: to be fair, to be fair, it's a lot hotter. Whatever's going on up there with climate change or whatever, it is a lot hotter everywhere. So to be fair, yeah, hot true. is hot. You know, I, mean, I ain't going to tell, tell you I'm going to be out there in 54-degree weather <laughs> and be chilling. Well, listen, so, yeah.
1: if you're, it, I, I would, it would be fun to do a podcast with you when you're overseas somewhere. We should we should try to look that, would that be up. Dope.
0: Um, yeah, Yo. like I'll get that up in the middle dope. of the
1: night if you're in Qatar, you know, yeah, yeah, or yeah, wherever yeah, the fuck, yeah. you, Uzbekistan or whatever, yeah, and we'll, and we'll chop place, it up bro. again, man.
2: The World Cup, I mean, we're the World Cup's going to be in Qatar, and then we might be doing Costa Rica for the uh, Women's Under 20 World Cup. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple and, things going on. So, and if you ever
1: need a biographer,
2: man, I'm down. Listen, I mean, you'd be a great writer. You'd be a great writer, fam. I mean, you get my. Imagine together. us. You, imagine us ten years ago
1: going to like the south of France versus today. Mm. Like like 10 yeah. years ago it would be like I don't even remember the trip. <laughs> no, I know, man. Listen, <laughs> today it would just be like Jamesy, you did. Yeah. We 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 went for a 10-mile hike today and
2: it'd be like I don't mm. know what That's what it is, man. That's what it is, you know, being present. You know what I mean? Not looking to escape. That was my default. Alcohol was yeah. my default. Drugs were my mm-hmm. default. Well, it it felt like a job. anxiety. That was it, man. You know, everything. I was like liquid courage, you know? Yeah. Um exactly. so, yeah. Amen that that's and and listen, it's I gotta work on it all the time. Like for me, it's not just'm I'm, I'm cured, and that's it. I gotta make sure I've maintained fit spiritual condition mm. and keep this thing moving, brother, you know, one all day right, at man. a time.
1: Nadja, Nadja caliber, thank you so much, man. Um, we'll talk soon. um i I encourage everyone um to to go out and uh and and look for his music on youtube uh look for his music wherever you happen to find music yeah i'm gonna be dropping
2: i don't really have a lot of music out because again i never never really finished what i started before but dig into the crate
1: people need to dig into your crate then because there's you got a lot of good good shit out there i know every artist does the same thing they're like that was 12 years ago i'm so sick of that
2: yeah yeah well no it's one of those things i just feel like i really i I really i really and that was another thing i kept saying god why you why why i'm like 46 years old why are you giving me these thoughts in my head <laughs> yes on spotify i'm just seeing summertime melissa yes it's yeah. on gonna be on spotify um coming up
1: melissa's but- my guma for those playing at home
2: oh big shout out to she's melissa not, she's my big shout out to guma. everybody she's Listen, my mistress I see <laughs> justin DeCosta, costa everybody who's there big respect but yeah it's one of those things where you're wondering you know because logic says you should not be trying to put out any music at our age you know what i mean but again oh, as long as i'm alive why not you know and before and, and, and we have the most wisdom you know what i mean we have dude. more we have more to reflect on so whatever i
1: man. i, I, I want to tell you something quick before we go because um i don't I, I i used to think that way like rappers and like basketball players or athletes in general um started to fade away at like 36 and then like a rapper over 40 are you mad did that ever happen yeah dude um when the pandemic started and i quit drinking i needed something to deal with my anxiety because my anxiety just like went mm-hmm. off the charts right yeah and so i've been uh I I, I I say it the same way all the time i've been on an olympian like like rapper schedule <laughs> for the last two years wow where every, oh, man, every single day every single day I write at least 16 bars and every single day I practice my rhymes that like what the ones I did the week before whatever for like an hour, every single day. So I've been man. doing this for like 800 days now. And yeah, that's I'm a better crazy. rapper at 45 than I was at 25. One, No, of course, man. I, I mean, you that's know?
2: the thing, man. I, you know, that's the whole thing. Right. And cause yeah. you, cause you enjoy it. And it's, it's something that you've always loved. It's a passion, you know, that's passion right. yeah, life without passion, man. Like what is that? You know, it's, it, you get do I, I anything if you
1: were evil you would be like the world's greatest televangelist seriously
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Don't man so yeah. no man like seriously <laughs> i'm just so grateful to be passionate about about life you know and and, mm-hmm. and again these things have triggered all you know all these things have helped that but i grew up with a i grew up in a big tribe of people uncles aunts big family and you know parties and this that and you know just my parents really know how to enjoy life and but they knew how to enjoy it, in a, you know, not like the way I, I took it, you know, not I took it way too far. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, I'm bet. just uh, it's grateful to have to be be passionate about whatever it is. I don't care if it's knitting. I don't care if it's your business. You know what? Just really quickly, a quick story. Just to explain. Yeah, please, uh, please. Just to explain passion. I'll never forget. God bless her soul. Miss Valada. I was in grade eight. Okay. And um, me and my two of my boys. We saw the janitor and he was sweeping and then i remember we threw something on the ground we're like or you know just or what if something fell and we we're like aha go sweep it up or blah 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 or some some stupid immature crap you know what i'm saying long story short my miss valad i remember she mentioned because she bragged us she dragged us into the room into the you know into the classroom she said do you know that mike da, 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 has three degrees in such and such and such and such and such but He chooses to be here because he takes pride. He loves to know the fact that he's keeping the place where children learn clean. That's what gets him up in the morning. That's what he loves to do. Wow. And at the time I was like, I was laughing. I was like, what in my head? I couldn't laugh in front of the teacher, but I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? You know what I'm saying? Because we're so trained that you have to do this. So you have to do that. You know what I mean? And I get it now because you know, what is life? If you're not have, you don't have a passion. Right, so this guy, right. this is what he does. He's a janitor with all these degrees, but he's a janitor, and he loves being around the kids. He loves. Um, better be for the right reasons, but I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, of course, I'm just joking. Of course it is, and he was a great guy, right? Mm. But that, that's the mother, That's my point: is that it doesn't matter what it is, as long as you can be passionate and you and you can live your life, man. That's a beautiful thing. Or if you have to do what you have to do for work, but then you have you you make sure. You know, you love volleyball, you go play beach volleyball, you put, whatever it is, you have something, you have to have that time up for yourself, man, so you can enjoy and engage your passion so that, you know, you can make this life worthwhile, right?
1: That's right. Naja. you're so inspirational. I'm I'm, I'm proud that you're my friend. Um, thank you for coming out. We'll chop it up again soon. Okay, man?
2: Yeah, brother. So look out for some music from all type different type genres and um, look out for me hosting. I'm looking forward to a bunch of stuff and I'm so grateful to be on this show, Jamesy. Big salute. All right. I'm all right, proud man. Of you, I love man. you brother. I love you. All man.
1: right, bro. All right, man. Cheers. Those are the most rewarding shows. Um the, he's well everyone can see it. Every everyone that just watched that interview can see um what Naj is all about. He's aspirational, he's inspirational. He his his enthusiasm is so infectious. It's great. And he's always been like that. Even I know like I know that sobriety is a big thing for him and it's a big thing for me and I get it. But before that, the thing that we did not have in common is that he was still a positive force in a lot of people's lives, including my own. Um, so a big thanks to him for, for coming out today. I really enjoyed that. Um, you know, I hope to see him soon. We'll have him on again. Um, tomorrow on Blackballed, I have another uh, Toronto legend is what I like to call her. Uh, your favorite rapper wears a skirt, and her name is Eternia. And I think um, you're going to want to watch that show too because... Um, she, and I, um, connected, reconnected recently. Um, you know, she had a, a death in the family and I happened to, uh, I helped that family member out of a jam, uh, a few years ago. And I was really sad to see her go. And, um, but Eternia is one of the dopest rappers, male or female that Canada has ever seen. And I can nice. see Nadja right now. Cause he's still in the green room. He's Ooh, like, Eternia. Yeah. Oh my do you, God. Do you have an, ad- you know what? Not, you're still incredible. here. So I'm going to ask you. Do you have an Eternia story? You guys probably
2: did the same events. Yeah, here, Eternia. Yeah, I mean, I did. Uh, there was a show that we went on. Uh, there was like a, sh- a a Toronto one. I forget. I think it was Toronto one. So the Blues Underdog was performing. She was she was coming to perform as well. And um, mm. my God, man, the girl is yeah. like just a just machine gun machete man lyrically just yeah. just retarded. Like she'll go eat up anybody's food. Like she's ret- and she Anybody. and you know what? And she did it not just here. She went to the states. You know what I'm saying? She was there. I'm gonna let her, I'll let her tell her story, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I met her initially on the show. We were both like sl- slotted to do perform on this Toronto one show. It was a show that was on TV,
1: and yeah. uh, that's when I first I met her. And show. I was
2: like, God damn! And I've been a fan ever since. Dude, Actually, in, the the 2000s, in, the, in the early two
1: thousands, in the year in the early two thousands, I used man. to go to club. I used to go to clubs and be like, and I used to be always like this, just. I hope Eternia is here. <laughs> yeah, Dude. because not only was she a dope MC, she's so beautiful. And no, she's beautiful too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A, you know, it's not like a sleazy thing. It's just like no, she no, no. Beautiful beauty. soul, like,
2: everything, man. Mm. She's incredible, incredible, man. And I just all right, man, get the fuck of out better. here, Naja. I all love right. you. Peace. Peace. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> all
1: right, so that's Naja Caliber. Um, tomorrow night, as we just said, we're gonna have uh, Eternia on the show. Um, and and yeah, it's gonna be uh, so much fun. Like, I I don't know um. I don't know uh, anyone that's ever done anything with Eternia at events or seen her perform live that wasn't like, you know, this is the this 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 woman is dope. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave us now with uh, with the promo for tomorrow's thing, and then uh, we'll see you then. So thank you very much. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favourite
3: podcast
0: app. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers.